Hello, hello, and welcome to School Leader Soundbites, the go-to place for K-12 leaders looking to enhance their communication strategies. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I'm here to guide you through another insightful episode with lots of tips and strategies that are going to make a difference for you, especially when it comes to building community engagement through effective communication. That's what's on the agenda for today, so thank you for joining us. You know, community engagement is something that a lot of us have in our title, it's in our job description, it's in our strategic plan, it's in our evaluation documents, and oftentimes communications, public relations, marketing, advertising, those kinds of functions don't have the core training of community engagement, but there's a lot of ways that they overlap and that they support each other. So we're going to talk about some of those today. Community engagement is a critical component for a thriving school environment. We know that. We know that more engaged folks are, the more effective our students are going to be able to receive the information they need to receive to be successful. But it's really about creating a two-way street so that there's dialogue and there's collaboration. Because we know when people are collaborating, that they are learning and they're growing. And that's what we want to focus on today. You know, and research confirms it. Data from the Great Schools Partnership shows that students learn better when their families are community engaged. It just makes sense. Everyone is in the know. They know what's happening in, in on the campus. They know what's happening in the programs and specifically in the classroom. So that's really important. So when we look at this data, we can tell that they're linked. And if we want to reduce absenteeism, if we want to in, increase student achievement, we want to increase our graduation rates, it's a no-brainer. We have to be able to create opportunities for people to come in and support what's happening in our school, in our school buildings. So when you think about engagement, oftentimes people immediately go to a PTO or a PTA, a parent-teacher organization. But that isn't the only way to make sure that our community is engaged. Because a lot of us are connecting digitally. We're connecting from a development perspective with fundraising. And so there's a lot of ways to think outside the box to create engagement. And some of that engagement comes from connecting with our local law enforcement, our local uh, faith-based leaders, and our governmental entities. So sometimes our counties and our governments can really be a great source for additional engagement. So I want you to just think outside the box a little bit and not just tackle the families and, and how to connect with them, but the people that support the families in the community. That's one of the things that has really made a difference in some of the programs that I've been able to run. So let's talk through how crafting your connection to engage really works. Community engagement, it's a critical component. Um, we know that you've got to have it in your communication plan. It also needs to be addressed in your strategic plan. And most of the time it is, it's usually a goal. But more importantly, it needs to be transparent and inviting. So we have to understand the needs and the preferences from our community. We need to understand what our campuses need, what our students need, what our teachers need, and then all any of our business partners, we need to know what they need from us so that if they are coming in and giving of their time and their resources, what do they need from us to be able to make it worth their effort? And we have to tailor this approach. So once we've identified the community needs that we have, we have to tailor the approach, which means uh, we have to customize some programs. Maybe uh, an organization wants to help, but they can only give time. They can't give financially. Or maybe a different organization can give financially, but they can't give time. So making sure that there are packages that resonate with that group and that really meet their needs. And the best way to figure that out is by asking them. 
conducting surveys and focus groups, utilizing these tools to identify what their needs are, what their preferences are, how do they want to be connected to others? What are their marketing uh, plans and staff? What can they support and give to the district? And likewise, what can you give back? So just doing a little bit of focus groups some data dives and understanding what their needs are, are really going to go a long way as you're crafting your engagement approach. And then segment segmentation. That's really important of the stakeholders. Recognizing the diversity within your community and then segmenting them into different groups. So obviously you'll have parents and students and staff and then some of those business owners, but then also getting a little bit deeper into that too, and maybe uh, tapping into business owners who went to school there in the community that you serve in, and then tapping them as both alumni and members of the Chambers of Commerce, or maybe even um, engaged as volunteers and, and sponsors. So segmenting those groups out is gonna make a big difference. And that's gonna make a difference when you're communicating to them. So have those different email lists, right? We wanna customize communication channels. We wanna choose the most effective channel for that particular group. Now, sometimes based on their age or based on their engagement with the district, they may be uh, more susceptible to opening an email or they might be more interested in looking at your digital content that is pushed through with push through notifications. And, you know, there's also an opportunity to connect with folks um, on some of the community um, apps like Nextdoor or even using geofencing to, to really tailor in those people who live next to a school or next to a facility. So use some of those marketing skills that you have in your community engagement program to identify who those folks are so that you can tailor your message directly to them. And here's the one thing that they all have in common. They all wanna be told a good story. So storytelling is a tool that you have to use. Learn how to use storytelling to connect on a deeper level within your community. Make sure that you're writing it in a way that it resonates with those community members. Make sure that the art that you're using, whether it's video or um, just some B-roll footage or maybe some still photos, everything that you're doing connects with that story in a way that will resonate with a good group of people. And if you need to switch out some of the art, depending on those segmented groups that you put together, then do that. There's nothing wrong with um, sending, sending content out that's just a little bit different. We do that with A-B testing, so it's a great way of doing it. We have to connect with our community and um, we've got to do so in a way that makes them feel comfortable. So as we're talking about effective ways to connect with our community and making sure they feel comfortable, I want to acknowledge the support of K-12 Insight, who is our podcast sponsor. They do a phenomenal job of putting together tools and resources that help districts forge stronger relationships with their communities. They understand that at the heart of everything we're doing, we have to build trust and dialogue. And their platform, Let's Talk, which is one I have used for many years in several districts, really makes a difference. They really help you connect with all those different groups. And they've got some fantastic AI support that they're implementing too, especially on their chatbot. So if you are a Let's Talk customer already, I encourage you to talk to your person and uh, learn more about that. But at the end of the day, the tools that you're gonna want to implement in connecting with folks need to be ones that you can utilize efficiently and effectively and that give you back time. That's one of the reasons why I loved being a Let's Talk customer when I was working for a school district. So throughout the season, you'll hear me talk about the wonderful ways that K-12 Insight supports communication. But um, I want you to take an opportunity, if you haven't already, 
Check them out in the show notes. You will see a special link for k12insight.com backslash S-O-P-H-E-R. Learn more about how they can support what you're doing in your schools. And now back to our conversation. Engagement. They actually have a product that is called Engage. So I highly recommend you look at that as well. Because without engagement in our schools, we're not going to be able to fight all the things that we are having to fight in public education today. Part of that is a lot of noise. There are multiple ways that people are communicating. There's multiple channels. So whether it's newsletters, social media, or even traditional town halls there's a, or, or Facebook Lives, there is a, a place for everyone to come in. And we can tap into all of those different channels. We just have to know which one is going to get us the most bang for our buck and be able to prioritize them. Because sometimes we might want to do ones that may give us a low attendance, but the quality of people who are going to attend are the type of influencers that we want to connect to. So doing your research and really understanding where those segmented groups want to be connected to and how. And then make sure it's interactive. It's a two-way street. You've got to be able to get feedback from them in real time. So use the technology that you've got available to you. Put polls out there on your social media channels. Introduce those regular surveys. Ask for comments. Tell them to comment below. Uh, tap into... Um, tagging. And, and if that's something that uh, you know that uh, one of your communities is really good at, ask them to tag you so that you can get more insight into what's happening. Just organize as many interactive events as possible, especially when you've already got those families at school or in your one, one of your facilities. So if there's already a large activity going on after hours, maybe there's a reading fair or a science fair or some uh, event that's going on, Bring some of your team, your community engagement team to those events, set up a booth or an opportunity for them. Make sure that they're signed up for the newsletters. Make sure they know where to follow you on social media. Set up a photo booth for them to take a picture and then make sure that they're tagging the district in it. There's lots of different ways that we can engage more families and then use that content to be able to drive more of what you're putting out but it's important to measure it. So we've got to be able to measure our engagement, discover how to gauge the effectiveness of your communication efforts at the level that you want. You want to see that needle move. So make sure that you're tracking it from beginning to end so that you can decide what worked really well and what didn't and what people are actually filling out and what they're not. You know, sometimes we get really excited about QR codes and technology and those things are fantastic. But depending on the group, they may feel more comfortable with a physical exit ticket that you hand them, that you get their information from or get their feedback from. So just know that one, uh, one way is not necessarily better than the other, especially if you're using multiple ways. As long as you can synthesize all that data and triangulate it in a way that's going to give you some um, indicators of how your community is engaging with you, their interest level, and their commitment to being involved. Now let's talk through some examples of what this looks like. Um, I was recently working with the school district that put together their first uh, parent conference and it was set up like a university experience 
where that they got to like a conference setting where they got to come in, hear a keynote speaker, they go to different breakout sessions and they called it Parent University. And they went from session to session to learn about all kinds of things. And what was really exciting about it is that in each um, of the events that they participated in, they got an opportunity to connect with that department or that speaker. Not only were they um, learning new tools and resources, but they were giving feedback in real time. They were actually getting um, signed up for newsletters and they were being tagged in social media posts throughout the day so that other parents could see what they were doing and other community members were. So it was a really great, great way to create an event where parents could come, get resources, get connected to other partners in the community, and still engage with the district in a way that not only brought value for the district, but brought value for the parents and ultimately the families. There are a lot of different ways that we can do this. And sometimes virtual is more effective and sometimes in-person is. And sometimes you need a hybrid. So you got to think through some of those ways that that community is going to want to connect with, with you in the district. At the end of the day, as long as you have a call to action and you make it simple for them and you give it to them in a way that they can understand that is inviting and welcoming, they will absolutely want to come in and support. And don't give up. If they didn't make it the first time, make sure that you keep inviting them so that they come back for the second and the third time too, because sometimes the third time's a charm and you want to be able to bring those families into the district. Effective communication is the cornerstone of community engagement. It's more than just sharing information. It's more than sit and get. It's about building relationships, building trust, and making sure that our families and our community will be advocates for what's happening in our school district. This would be a this should be a huge part of your communication plan. So don't lose sight of community engagement, no matter where it lives in your district, whether it's in the communications department or the public information office or whatever your department is called, community engagement should be um, on, on all of our radar. So I hope this information was helpful to you. Share this episode with your network and let's spread the word about the power of communication and building community engagement. Thank you for tuning in to School Leader Soundbites. I'm Veronica Soper. I can't wait to join you again as we continue to transform our schools through the power of effective communication. Until next time, keep the conversation going.